Hey, it's great to be here. It's Thursday night. My husband and I are, this is the only time we cuddle, you know, so we really look forward to this time so we can cuddle. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we're going to be sharing tonight on a great new series called Improv. And there are some of you that are really, that is dear to your heart because it's a part of what you do and you're really excited about it. And other of you are like, what's improv? So you need to stay tuned and we have a short but sweet message on mm -hmm what we as Christians, how we improv with how we join God with as he's moving and how we um, are sensitive in our, in our understanding of what the Holy Spirit wants to do in our lives and how we can change environments, we can change atmospheres um, when a person walks into a room. And so we're going to be looking at that and I'm excited to hear my husband's got some really great research and some great things he's done tonight. So why don't we start with some prayer and Lord, we just thank you that you brought us all together. We thank you for the sweet time. It's Thursday night, Lord, and we have time to just be at your feet. We want to have open ears and eyes to hear. Lord, open our eyes about improv, Lord. We want to be those new wineskins that just that just fill ourselves with what you're doing and what you want to do, bringing and calling forth that destiny that you have in our lives. So thank you, Lord, for tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So um, I, I titled it Improv Living in a Changing World. Um, and that subtitled, Blessed are the Flexible. Mm -hmm. You know, because we have to be flexible, yes. you know, with all that's, especially 2020. Uh, this has been a total year of change. Um, mm -hmm. The pandemic, the racial tension, yes. protests going everywhere, uh, politics, back and forth, deaths, different people have died, Brexit, uh, Weinstein, mm -hmm. Weinstein, that guy from Hollywood, and then Epstein. Mm -hmm. uh, stock market has been going up and down. Sports have been canceled or postponed and and so here we are and then we're at home a lot of us had have had to stay home mm -hmm. and so we have had to learn to adapt to a mm -hmm. new normal you yes. know and this has been for a while it wasn't just for a couple of weeks or a month it, i mean this has been going for a while since march i think we're done um once this pan but we have to stick with it right so once this pandemic and other issues are past us we'll never go back uh, to what was right. We've learned to improvise. We've yep. learned to kind of adjust to the changes. Yep. And so, uh, so it reminded me of um, you've probably seen improv theater or improv comedy. Um, and there's a uh, let's improv, improv right music. now, hon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We're always improving, right? Sorry. And so, well, actually, that's what we're doing. We're adjusting to one another as we flow with this together. Uh, so, improvisation is a practice of acting or dancing, singing, mm -hmm. playing musical instruments, talking, creating artworks, problem solving, mm -hmm. or reacting in the moment and responding to change. Mm -hmm. That's improvisation. So, we call it improv uh, for many reasons. And this can result in new thought patterns, mm -hmm. uh, new practices, new ways mm -hmm. to act out and to do things. Uh, it comes from the Latin mean not foreseen. So we weren't planning for this pandemic thing. You know, this thing just came on us, and all of a sudden, our whole world's had to change. Mm -hmm. And so we're so still true. trying to figure this so thing true. out. So true. Right? all teachers are having to adjust, nurses, doctors, uh, postal workers. I mean, it, it. I don't think there's anyone really that it hasn't affected in some way. Absolutely. Whether it's their home life, their professional life. It's true. Absolutely. And so we've had to learn to adapt to the present, right? And uh, also with the hope that we can create a future uh, in the midst of all this. And so we've had to look at what we need to change and um, how we can change. And it reminds me of um, during Jesus' day, the, uh, some disciples came to Jesus and uh, they said to him, uh, they were John the Baptist's disciples, and they said, you know, we fast 
and so do the Pharisees. They fast, but why don't your disciples mm -hmm. fast? And Jesus said, you know, when the bridegroom, when the groom is with them, mm -hmm. um, there's no need for fasting. But they will one day once the groom is gone. Mm -hmm. And he and then he says right after that, he says, um, but no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the old skins will burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New mm -hmm. wine is stored in the new wineskins so that both are preserved so basically what he was this is a, a dynamic that was going on in their day they used to you know have their their yeah. they would make their wine that's a really good analogy yeah because like if we stayed and we we're stuck in our ways the way we were right. this pandemic would just bust us it, it would, would just break, break us, us right it would break us so we had to basically create a new wine skin you know mm -hmm. how are we going to change how are we going to adapt because this new thing that came into our life was going to change and cause change you know so we could not go back to what was we had to change and so it's causing the church to change it's causing a lot of businesses to change um, and so Jesus you know in his day he was telling the people look I'm doing a new work and this is like new wine going mm -hmm. into new wineskins so we're going to have to create new wineskins to be able to make it work and so um, another situation Jesus is walking and he's and he's preaching and then this man with leprosy comes mm -hmm. and he approaches him and he kneels before him and he says Lord if you're willing, you can heal me and make me clean. And Jesus, it says, Jesus reached out and touched him. Mm. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Now Jesus had the, the power and the authority to be able to say, sure, you're clean. You are now healed. Mm -hmm. But he improvised. There was an improv situation at that moment because he knew that this man not only needed to be healed of leprosy, mm -hmm. But he also needed a human touch. Mm -hmm. He needed someone to touch him because if you were a leper, you had to walk away from every human being around you and you had to scream out, I'm a leper, I'm a leper. And then you had to cross the street and everybody would, kids would run from you. And I mean, could you imagine the rejection? And so, so here's this man goes to Jesus thinking, wow, if anyone can heal me, it's him. And Jesus takes it even deeper. It really means he improvises. Him. You know, it kind of makes me think of how we in healthcare, it's like, you know, nurses and physicians and nursing aides, people that work in long-term care and hospital, acute care, ICU, families are no longer able to visit because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And so talk about improv. Yeah. We're having nurses learn how to get iPads into each room, having activity coordinators work completely via tech so these families aren't alone and so much of that improv and also the way we practice medicine we can't just give them their medicine and you know the temptation is if they have coronavirus we don't want to be in the room any longer than we have to we what's ugh, we're gonna be bringing home to our family or maybe we're gonna end up getting it maybe be one of those people that don't do well if we get it you have to battle all that stuff because you know the person doesn't just needs the meds or the fluid you're giving or whatever else they might just need you to go in the room and say how are you you haven't have been able to see your wife you've probably never been separated like this or for chill kids of all ages it's very very difficult Definitely. and we've all had to learn how to improv and also just bleed let our hearts bleed out and and really give of ourselves lay our life down you know, That's so right. many heroes in so many walks of life, even people that do delivery, you know, delivering into people's houses they know have COVID. It's like people are saying, no, don't go by the house. No, you, you can't even, don't drop it up because it might be in the, I mean, you just hear these crazy things. But the bottom line is, is if 
you're improving and you're saying, I'm going to do the right thing right. because any little deed done with great love changes, changes the atmosphere, Absolutely. changes life, and is not forgotten and always That's noticed right. by your king. That's right. And you know, and the disciples, they saw Jesus adjusting all the time. He mm -hmm. was always very aware of the present. He was aware of what was around him. Mm -hmm. And so they saw that. And mm -hmm. so then after he died and he resurrected, he gave them a mandate, go out into the world and tell them, right? Mm -hmm. And so now they're going all over the world and now Gentiles uh, are getting saved. Gentiles are mm -hmm. being impacted spiritually. And so then there were some Pharisees uh, that had become believers, but mm -hmm. they still had, they were holding on to some of the law. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, to be one of us, you have to be circumcised. And, and so then they had the, a big discussion. And so, mm. um, so the disciples met in Jerusalem. They went to Jerusalem, the apostles and the elders, and they all reported with everyone else what God was doing. And, but there were some believers that were present that belonged to the Pharisees. And, and so they were going back and forth. And it was a lot of debate. Um, but mm. finally, Peter stands up and he says, you know, God knows the human heart. And he showed approval of their hearts by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did for us. In cleansing their hearts by faith, God has made no distinction between them and us. And that was so crucial in being able to, uh, to expand Christianity where it would go all over the world because it's whosoever believes. Amen. It wasn't limited by whosoever is circumcised right. or whosoever follows rule or law or whatever. Right. Belief. Whosoever believes, right? And so, so Christianity over the years has had to improvise continuously. To this mm -hmm. day, it, it uh, is always improvising just to survive because a lot of things have been thrown at it. Uh, there's been legalism within the church or even persecution outside mm -hmm. of the church. Uh, there have been wars, uh, division. Uh, there have been numerous things that have tried to come against the church and the church is always adapted always improvised mm -hmm. it's an improv church right improv christianity so so uh i i read this uh, statistic just uh this morning i thought it was very cool it was written by uh done by pew research in april and they they questioned um who's done by who a pew Re research oh pew 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 I'm research sorry. and they uh what they did was they uh, interviewed a bunch of people um and wanted to ask them if this coronavirus has strengthened their relationship with God weakened it or the same no no change and I found this very interesting 35% of the people said it actually made it stronger this whole struggle it made it stronger why because they learned how to improvise they learned mm -hmm. how to figure it out so that they could keep growing mm -hmm. and keep you know get keeping their spirituality you know in a healthy place and so they learned you know their 2% that said that they were weaker and then the other 58%, there was no change. It was the same, which is good. You know, keeping it there was okay. But I was very impressed with the 35% that said, I got us. I, I got even stronger, you know. So what else is affecting the church uh, in today's world? You know, uh, there is a movement going on with house churches, especially now uh, with the coronavirus. A lot of people are meeting in homes, you know. And so they're, all of a sudden, that's creating a whole new dynamic. And so we as church leaders are going to have to figure this one out. And we're going to have to adjust and improvise, mm -hmm. right? Uh, well, to yeah, make they're meeting outside. You see mm -hmm. really small gatherings, mm -hmm. but people won't feel more comfortable to, eat, to meet outside. Right. And I think the greatest growth and the greatest support is if we can get the people that do do life together. You know, it's kind of like stay within your group so you're not exposing yourself. 
but really connect with the people that are in your group. Absolutely. Start impacting and start asking and fellowshipping where you're at. That's right. Which which is just the real creation of what home churches will look like. That's right. And so I, I uh, started with this idea of improv when I was looking at a, a video on YouTube. Uh, Herbie Hancock, who's an incredible musician, uh, he does a lot of jam sessions, you know, jazz, and he has all these incredible musicians come together and they're just they're just jamming together. And all of a sudden, you start to hear them, you know, start to improv with each other. They start to adjust to what's the tempo or someone is playing this and mm-hmm. someone else will come behind them and start doing this. And, and it's just a beautiful thing to see it actually forming. And uh, that kind of started me on the idea of the improv life, you know, that we were to live. We're to live like a jazz uh, band or jazz group, you know, where they learn how to improvise with each other. Love it. You know, they, they're and sensitive. And dance whenever you want, Amen. when it comes upon you. Yeah. I think life should be like a musical, huh? Absolutely. I like it. I like it. And it's and it's balancing freedom with boundaries, right? So the freedom is to improvise, That's to go true. around. You but boundaries, stay, you still have to stay, stay within, within the scale. Yeah, you do. Right? You have to stay within the keys that are being worked with. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, you know, we have to look at traditions, yet with the pursuit of what might be, especially with the change. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new way of thinking, a new way of living, communicating, of being a, a new person. Uh, I, I, I put down a new groove, you know, picking up a new groove. Mm-hmm. Uh, improvisation is what allows jazz to exist in a continual state of renewal. It is continuously changing. And so, so we are all learning to improvise, you know, whether we're people of faith or otherwise. We're having to adjust and make adjustments so we can make our lives a little easier. And like I said earlier, I spoke about Herbie Hancock, um, and he said something very interesting. He said there are two principles that you need that need to be there. You need to have a principle of you have to listen intently and then you have to trust mm-hmm. the other musician. Yeah. I would tell Enrique sometimes when I would sing with someone, it, I told him I used to think it was like ice skating because it's like if I knew they were singing melody and I was going to sing harmony and they would go to a certain note, I would have to take that jump with them and hope that they were going to stay on their right note so right. that it would make my note look and sound right. So there was a certain amount of trust whenever Absolutely. you perform with someone. As dancers, you when they do that jump, when they do the spin, everything, the timing has to be so right. Absolutely. I like that. So the same principles for walking with the Lord and really improving and how he wants to move in your life and adjust to him is listening to him and then trusting him. That's good. Absolutely. And so I wanted to close with one last uh, passage. Uh, it's in 1 Peter 1, 6 through 9. And this kind of explains a little bit about what we're going through here with, uh, with this pandemic and other things that are happening all around us. Um, it says, There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you have to endure many trials for a little while. Mm-hmm. That sounds like where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. And so what this does is it starts to reveal really what's deep inside you. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you holding on to? What what stays, you know? Right. What's that rock what's that the, you're yeah. standing on, what's, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, it is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Mm-hmm. You love him even though you have never seen him. Mm-hmm. Though you do not see him now, you trust him, and you rejoice with the glorious and expressible joy. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. And so I wanted to share a little bit about the, the process. Back in that day, um, when you would purify gold, you would, you would bring the ore together, 
and you put it in this this container that gets super hot. And the interesting thing about the the goldsmith is that he's looking at the container. He never takes his eyes off the gold. Yeah. And he looks at the gold to make sure that the heat is not too high, so it won't burn it, mm -hmm. or too low, so it won't melt it. Mm -hmm. There is a perfect balance that he he's looking for, and and so then the gold starts to melt, and all the ore, all this, it's called slag, the other material starts to go up to the top and the gold starts to go to the bottom. And so then what happens is when it goes to the top, he gets a stick and he kind of like just cleans it off the top mm. and he just skims the top and he just keeps doing that. And then he cools it, looks at it again, heats it up again and he allows the fire to keep working on this gold. And then once he knows that the gold is pure is when he can see his reflection in it. Mm. And so many times we go through these trials and it's like fiery trials that we go through in life. You know, this pandemic may be mm -hmm. some, for some of you, uh, maybe your job situation, maybe your home situation, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, those are trials, you know, those are things that we're struggling with as people. And so the question is, what's inside me, you know? And, mm -hmm. and then the second thing that's really important to know is, you know, God has this, he's got this. He's looking at you very intently, he's listening to what you're saying he's listening to your prayers he's watching you and he's the, the fire is coming from the pandemic it's coming from this world but God is making sure that you're not right. going to burn mm -mm. he's going to allow it to do what it needs to do so that what's going to be left is the gold and of you faith right? him. that's yep. what he's looking that's for. the beautiful improv is when we mm -hmm. begin to reflect the creativity and that's the right. beauty of who God really is that's right that's good that's right. Let's pray. So, so I just want to encourage you. Um, you know, we're going to start uh, the series, and uh, just look deep inside, and and ask God, God, what's there? What is still there? Mm -hmm. uh, what's the what's the part that I can hold on to? And let that be the piece that you start with. And we're going to be building on that over the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. So let me pray a blessing on you, Father. I just pray blessings, mm -hmm. Lord, on all those that hear this message, and Lord God, that um, that they would know that you are. Mm -hmm. absolutely and carefully involved and engaged in their life you're listening to every prayer every concern you know their hearts and God um, you will help us to discover the faith that's there and you will uh, just God just purify our hearts and and you will do what you need to do in our lives help us Lord God to adjust mm -hmm. and to be a part of a improv life Lord God as we adjust to the things around us thank you father for your blessings on us and we pray God that in all things that you would be honored and blessed in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. I got a great idea. While he cuts me off, I'm going to start a song. And where you're sitting, I want you to improv with me. Come in right. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. Come on, you all come in. Row, 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 row gently down the stream. Come on, hon. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. Bye.